64 of what you spin it uh we're kicking it here at my place i'm dorian brought to you by gatorade no, <laughs> <laughs> brought to you by rockstar <laughs> brought to you yeah rockstar it's like the rockstar energy like the monster <laughs> energy outbreak tours mm-hmm. <laughs> sorry gang on that tour shout out um Hell yeah, well, and joining me as always, we've got Jake and Matt, and uh, you might see a cat ass on the other side of Matt there. Um, but yeah, how you boys doing? Cat ass. Good, man. Good, you got the fire going, it's very yeah. nice and cozy in here. Mm-hmm. I walked in and felt very at home. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. Of course, of course. But uh, yeah, any uh, music stuff you want to talk about? Getting into anything outside of... Strained from the curriculum. As I, tr- I try to every day because I listen to music all day, every uh-huh. day, and it's hard to break away from those artists that we talk about on the podcast mm-hmm. and the artists that we all just cling to. Um, right. I've been trying to a little bit more and found some cool hip hop artists that mm-hmm. are more like in the realm of Saul Williams, yeah, um, Billy Woods, which is nice. Hearing other people's you know take on that, mm-hmm. um, but it's, it's hard to 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 branch out for me. It is. You know, I mean, we are over, we're 60 plus episodes in. Mm-hmm. And even with revisits, that's about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, I mean, especially with like the hip hop bracket, that's that's easily 60 artists, you yeah. know, alone yeah. that we've brought up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I've been, I haven't really, I guess haven't branched out too aggressively. Uh, again, I'm trying to, I'm like, playing, I'm like keeping my cards close to my chest because I have been getting into some shit. But I'm saving it because I'm bringing it up for next episode. Mm. But uh, I have been, I guess I'll I'll say it again. Uh, I was telling you guys off camera, I've been really on like a like aggressive music kick, like metal, like mm-hmm. harder rock and shit. You know, I've got Lamb of God by or uh, fucking Ashes of the Wake by Lamb of God, one of their one of the best metal albums of all time. I got that in the mail the other day. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I just I can't even like even podcast content. I was like, man, I just brought up Floater, which. That was like one of their more aggressive albums. Dead Kennedys is like not accessible, really. <laughs> it's like hard to get into. And then I was like, man, my next, I was like, I just can't stop myself. I tried everything. Mm-hmm. I was like, I even went, I was like, do I bring up mm food? I was like, do I revisit Doom again? <laughs> like, do I just do that? I was like, nah, I can't. Yeah. I can't. Dude, it's hard to break it. the mold. Mm-hmm. Especially if, I mean, we ha- we all have favorites mm-hmm. that we've talked about and that have reappeared throughout the podcast. Um, I know that recently, just for new music, um, Benny the Butcher just dropped his, like, uh, Rock Nation album. Oh, shit. A Rockefeller album. Um, Damn. It wasn't that good. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, it was pretty (laughs) good. I mean, Hit Boy and, like, Alchemist produced on it, but other than that, like, two or three songs, it was kind of eh. Oh, bummer. But apart from that, not really. Um, Yeah. I've just been listening to my next week's pick to be completely honest <laughs> same yeah in, in anticipation me, i'm like what am i gonna bring i already know what i'm gonna bring so let me yeah. already get used to it so that's yeah. kind of what i've been doing but yeah i would the past like couple of days uh like when i would go to work i kind of i had a general idea of like what my top three for the albums were and i would pick like my top one from each and then play what I'm bringing up next mm-hmm. time. So I was like, I just can't. Yeah. Like, you know, my first two days of this new job, I was just like, all right, 
Alright, and there's the podcast, and now we just go. Like, <laughs> same shit as yesterday. Yeah. Uh, Soul too, yeah. actually. I've been listening to Soul a lot more. Like oh, the yeah. Aquatics. Um, like, Water. yeah, the Aquatics and uh, like stuff in that that genre. Heck yeah. yeah. Curtis Mayfield, all that stuff, the oldies. Nice. Yeah. I think uh, Spotify is very helpful, even though it's kind of generic sometimes with helping mm-hmm. you find different artists. There's that AI DJ that mm-hmm. I told you I was listening mm-hmm. to. You're like, oh yeah. Yeah. Which is kind of hit and miss. It brought, brought up stuff that I've never listened to, like Greta Van Fleet. I'm like, Mm. Yeah. Did I ever play a song by her? No. no. <laughs> um, but it definitely helps having those. You know, this is what you. This is similar to your artist, or mm-hmm. this was trending in 1990 because you like Fugazi or whatever. And you finding other bands that way, I found this very helpful with Spotify. So Hell shout yeah. out Spotify for doing that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. The Daylist did that for me for a mm-hmm. while. I remember if y'all remember me. Mm-hmm. The Daylist is cool. I still yeah. use that too. Yeah. Yeah. The Daylist was was it for me. I almost brought up a an artist that the Daylist introduced me to, I almost brought a Machine Girl for, or almost decided to go with Machine Girl for next episode, but I was like, ah, that was the one I was really, I was like, I really want to bring this up, but I just couldn't bring myself mm-hmm, to it. Mm-hmm. But, uh, any, any, uh, other thoughts before we dive into today's, today's there was, there's a lot of good music uh, released last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's still a few albums that I'll definitely want to bring up on our cast, but mm-hmm. 2023 was a good year for music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. Everything. Hip hop alternative like all over the place Depeche Mode had an album like mm-hmm. just so much good stuff which was really which was actually I, I did like probably it probably one of their best mm-hmm. albums you mm-hmm. know for just two of them yeah and the surviving members uh, probably one of the, their last album I would assume but, yeah that is yeah and it's funny that because there was ah, fuck I wish I could remember what it was but there was an album that I kind of stumbled upon between uh, episodes you know mm-hmm. between last time we met and now, and I was like, fuck, this came out in 2023? Like, this is baller. And I just, I wish I could remember it off the top of my head. But yeah, it was the same thing. Because nice. I was thinking, I was like, Jesus, like, it was so much more than I thought was going on. You know, mm-hmm. I was like, god damn, there was so much. Mm-hmm. You know, but fucking Sleep Token and Billy Woods fucking took over my Like, Tunnel Vision, like, open that eye. And, yeah. yeah. It really did take over our listen, like, at least for me, like, it, it took mm-hmm. over Billy Woods and Arm and Hammer just yeah. mm-hmm. took over last year. Oh, yeah. But apart from that, like, just, you know, glad to be in person again. Like, yeah, for it was, sure. Yeah, it feels like it's been forever it. since been we've while, done it. Like, mm-hmm. it's been, I think, I don't think we've done it since the new year, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, this is our first time in 2024. It's good to see you guys. Yes. Hell yeah. It's been a while. Matt and I don't work together anymore. No, it's so. a sad time. Mm-hmm. We're all we're all on an island now. <laughs> yeah, we are doing our own thing. Mm-hmm. But, but coming back every other weekend to talk about great music. Exactly. Up, down, exactly. and around like a carousel. <laughs> it always comes right back to what we need to talk about today, which is three fucking fantastic albums. Mm-hmm. And we did a little chit chat, a little listening sesh before we started, and we decided Matt gets to go first today. So why don't mm-hmm. you go ahead and tell us what you got? Mm-hmm. Today, funny how you find uh, different artists' music in general. For me, mm-hmm. it's sometimes just being on YouTube and just diving down that rabbit hole. And the album I picked this week is kind of that similar situation. Uh, Twenty Twenty Three Radical Romantics by Fever Ray. Um, out of I'm not sure. I think it's uh, Scandinavian or kind of back in that area. No, no not at all. Snor. No, I was saying Norwegian. Norwegian. It might be Norwegian, but it, it might be Scandinavian as well. More Norwegian. Um, kind of famous for doing the intro to the Vikings uh, series show, that intro song. Um, but this album is very 
experimental. It's techno. It's rock. It's got that Nine Inch Nails feel because a song was produced by Trent and Atticus. Um, Swedish. <laughs> Swedish. Swedish. Thank you. Sorry, mm. it was going to bother the fuck. Swedish. Out of me. But Atticus <laughs> Ross. Uh, Karen Drazier was part of the Knife before this with her brother. They just got together and did their own stuff. Um, and she is so unique and so creative. Um, it just kind of blew me away. I found a live video of them performing this album for the most part and some other tracks that came out last year. Really well art shot video. Mm-hmm. And it just reeled me in. And I'm like, what's this album about? The album cover alone, you saw it. looks like Uncle Fester, kind of. Yeah, um, it's like Otis from House yeah. with It's fucking Otis. Yeah. yeah. Um, so she plays that part to a T. She does her own thing. She mm-hmm. doesn't care. Uh, I don't think it's a she, it's a they. I'm yeah. sorry I'm pronouncing that wrong. Um, but the music is so good, and it just reeled me in um, from the opening track um, and all throughout the album. So hopefully you guys were interested in it. What did you guys think? Oh, yeah. It was really interesting. It's not very often that you see artists like this, that, um, and it's common for us, especially in music, because if you don't listen to it initially, the first cover that you see, maybe mm-hmm. the how many listeners they have... Yep. XYZ, you're mm-hmm. like, this is odd. Mm-hmm. I don't like this. You know, mm-hmm. it's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. It threw me off at first, the cover. I was like, whoa, this is very strange. And then I looked into it a little bit more. I was like, okay, she's got different personas. Mm-hmm. Like, like it looks like they're different um, characters mm-hmm. or whatnot. But listening into it, um, very intriguing. And it does very much reel you in. Mm-hmm. Um, like, everything about it is really engaging. You have that electronic, you have that EDM feel. Um, then you also get when, when they're singing. Um, the lyrics on it also really good. Uh, their vocal range is super good. So mm-hmm. everything about it kind of really makes you be, be like, okay, like just stop seeing it face value, like actually listen to it. Don't judge an album it. by its cover. Yeah, because exactly. right? especially yeah. by this, it's like, just like this like mm-hmm. this looks like Uncle Fester like this is scary like a it looks rap, sorry. Yeah, yeah it's Uncle like I don't like yeah. this but man is it good mm-hmm. really good yeah it is it, it, it is you know very it was surprising you know because I was like Fever Ray Sugar Ray you know that's like, exactly yeah. like there's the so much like, that I made. and I was like there's no I was that's like true. there's no I was like there's no way that's even remotely close <laughs> to what this is gonna be right. and I saw like the thumbnail and listened to a little bit of like the video that you sent when you discovered when you <laughs> discovered this project, and I was like, okay, interesting. And then uh, you brought this up, and I was immediately saw the album cover as soon as we logged off. Basically, I was like, I need to fucking hear something off of this. Like while I was waiting for the, because when I when we do the Skype calls, I have to wait for him to download. And so while I was waiting, I listened. I just played the album, and I was like. Yeah. I was like, okay. I was like, all right, cool. We'll revisit that later. <laughs> and then, so that's when I made the playlist and all that shit, blah, blah, blah. Um, but it's weird, like, how familiar it feels, you know, because mm-hmm. it sounds like so, it sounds like a conglomeration that is of, of, of a litany of different artists that I've listened to, but it goes, it's like, I never thought to combine them. It's like, mm-hmm. to me, it's like Depeche Mode meets a perfect circle meets glass animals like it's so weird to think about it's i don't know it makes me think too much and i almost don't like i don't like that it makes me think this much about it but it it is it's so 
it's just it reels you in from uh, you know what they call us. It's like this droning, you know, almost kind of mm-hmm. sad kind of song. It and is. It's, it's rare that a sad song mm-hmm. a starts off an album and b kind of draws you in mm-hmm. like that off the get go. Uh, and so I heard that I was like, okay, cool. Like it has this kind of big, like it felt very big. Like mm-hmm. the sound was very big to me. Uh, and going listening to everything else, I was like, this kind of goes all over the place, but mm-hmm. it does kind of stick within this general vein of like acid trippy electronic (laughs) weird like experimental yeah like whatever i don't know it's i could i need to tag like 18 adjectives together before i say like pop funk and then that's what it is it's like this (laughs) they have such a powerful message i too i think Mm -hmm. with this album i think lyrically and when you listen to the album from start to finish it's very much of a like we are who we are you can make fun of us and call us names and make fun of us while we're going to school and stuff like that but we're Mm -hmm. still here and we're still going to be ourselves um and i think it's a strong point to make that people are people you know Mm -hmm. just because they choose to do something different with the life that they have and choose to be somebody else doesn't mean you can judge them based on that yeah you know and people need to be able to do that and have that freedom and this album speaks very well to that and I think and in some sense it's an anthem for that um, and I right. think watching that live performance you feel that from the performance and you mm. see that and you're just like for me it just it, it caught me okay mm-hmm. well, I'll have to look I'll, I want to look that up because I don't think I saw the full thing I don't mm-hmm. think I saw that one. Yeah. but it does it is very it has a message behind it that like old and new you know mm-hmm. old and young can get behind mm-hmm. you know it is because it is very like hey celebrating like individuality yeah. you know and all of that and it's so I'm glad that you brought that up because it's like yes while this is like basically essentially a musical masterpiece you know mm-hmm. if you really think about it like how mm-hmm. experimental it is and mm-hmm. how well it's fucking pulled off because some of this stuff I'm like distorted cello like with this <laughs> yeah. like what the fuck are yeah. we doing here guys right. like come on yeah. now uh, that all of that aside it's like the fact that you get this and on top of it, you get this really well thought out message that mm-hmm. fucking any anybody and everybody can get behind. Yep, mm-hmm. but it's it's really phenomenal. So mm-hmm. shout out, thanks for bringing this up. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. it's really progressive. Not only like to musical in a musical standpoint, but just in general. Oh yeah, um, like her image uh, that like they portray for themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I don't know if it's like breaking the mold to what they were previously with the knife because mm-hmm. I was listening a little bit of that. Um, and like all the older stuff and even Fever Ray like the original like the first that first album's album killer that too. they did super good super good super fucking yeah. good um, and then they had like two more af- albums afterwards mm-hmm. but um, this one also it just shies away to that and it kind of does its own, its own thing mm-hmm. so you kind of see that like flower just like blossom and then just mm-hmm. turn into like its own mm-hmm. its own creation with yeah. this album um, and it's super good everything about it is really good um, I really don't have any negatives on it yeah. I think everything that's on it um, like you know to the Trent Reznor song on, like you I, I do hear that in it oh it's once I read that I was like what he is behind that wow yeah, yeah. Okay. and you're like okay yep we can hear it yeah, like, it makes once, perfect sense that was the same thing because I did that I saw that and then went back and listened to him and I was like Oh yeah, uh, some of the full album. And I was like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. it's just dripping in Atticus Ross yeah. and Trent Reznor influence, which is, I mean, shout out to him. We love him. Uh, There's also a producer, a musician named Vessel, mm-hmm. who <clears throat> worked on North, mm-hmm. um, 
And what's the lead singer for Sleep Token? Vessel. I, I saw that so and I, thought, I thought it was, I was like, no, not, they're, the lead. they're different, right? <laughs> they're different. Okay, they're different. I had okay, to look okay, it up. Okay. I didn't do that. <laughs> that was like me for like half an hour this morning. I was like, no shit. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Wait a minute. there's red yarn on the other side of that. Door. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go in the bed. Don't do it. <laughs> uh, no, so thank you for, <laughs> thanks for noticing that too. I was like, dude, I fucking, That's funny. I almost forgot about yeah. that. Uh, because I was like 2023 I was like man this man's had two of like the best albums out of 2023 right? what are they doing which is which is something I didn't want to say you know because I went I was thinking again uh, about like you know albums that came out last year and this one and I listened to some of the other I did like you know oh I remember listening to this last mm-hmm. year mm-hmm. listened to some tracks and then I went back and listened to this and I was like this is rare you know for me at least you know because I'm once I decide something I'm like yeah like that's my favorite of 2023 but then I, this came out like I listened to this I was like Jesus Christ this is like automatically top 5 for me that came out I was mm-hmm. like what the fuck so I wish I would have heard this sooner cause me too I also would have like gotten a lot more listening time with it mm-hmm. and I would have gotten way more into it for sure not to mean that I'm not going to like I'm definitely going to keep listening no, no, to right it right before you guys got here I was listening to it yeah I was listening to, <laughs> yeah. I was listening to it like all day last night yeah uh, like you have songs like Shiver, New yeah. Utensils that we just listened to. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, like you hear it and you're like, whoa, like yeah. it's like different. It's electronic, electro. It's mm-hmm. like kind of poppy. It's so many things. Like when you see, you know, in like the pages where people describe what it is, you yeah. just see made up words and like, different genres. <laughs> Often is, is just thrown around a yeah, lot. Everywhere. <laughs> this is this is that. It's like you can't pinpoint what it is. Mm-hmm. But whatever it is, like everything that it is, it's you know it's a masterpiece. Yeah, everything that it it it, it tries to do so much and it succeeds so so aggressively at doing all of those things that it sought out that the album sets out to do, with you know tackling like, I mean for fuck's sake, man, there's a seven and a half minute song that's just oh 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 oh, oh. I do I listened that's to that while track. I was driving and like. <laughs> I didn't realize until it was too late that I had to listen to two six minutes and 40 seconds <laughs> yeah. of, uh, uh, and I was like, damn, they man, they fucking got me. Shout they out, really I was like, hey, shout out to yeah. them. They fucking got me, man. I was going to mm-hmm. say, I noticed that too. I was like, I don't like this song. And then I'd be like five minutes there. I'm like, why am I still listening to it? Because yeah. you can't, it's <laughs> you like, can't turn it off. It's mm-hmm. like the sirens, you know, like the, yeah. old, the old Vikings and pirates used to talk about yeah. the sirens. They draw you in. It just yeah. it draws you in, man. But all their, all their lyricism, as simple as it may be, you know, mm-hmm. asking for a friend who's kind of shy, like, yeah. oh, that's such a good lyric for a song. It's just like, mm-hmm. I don't know, looking for a ghost. Good track. Looking for mm-hmm. a ghost. Oh, good man. Boom, boom. Duh. Uh, speaking before I forget, new utensils, Matt. Hmm. Tell me, it does the vocal on it doesn't sound like Fear Inoculum, Maynard. It does. It does sure. very much so. Like mm-hmm. that's the one note I put for that. So I was like mm-hmm. Fear Inoculum. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, it, does. it was. That was the other thing because I tried to when you know I've said it multiple times when something like this gets dropped on me, I'm like uh-huh. I gotta. It just reminds me of so many things, mm-hmm. and I'm like, mm-hmm. how does this? Like, who would have thought? Yeah, that that would happen. And so I was like, man, this is like all three Maynard projects, Nine Inch Nail, like all this other shit. Uh, but yeah, thank you for val- validating me on that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, even it out. I don't know why, but that just made me like. Uh. It's mm-hmm. like there's a video for that song too, which is like a John Waters Ooh. throwback. 
Really? From uh, he's kind of a director. Yeah. Weird weirdo director. Pink flamingo stuff like that. But yeah. They, they made a video. Really. Uh, with an actress that kind of looks like Divine, but not really. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's pretty good. Fuck yeah. Pretty good. Okay. Yeah. I'll check that out. But there was um, the one other thing that I that I wanted to say that this album like kind of the feel for me and it makes sense that like uh the work of uh fever has been used in, in shows before mm-hmm. is because this whole album is just the soundtrack to an hbo show to me like, like true detective or some weird yeah, like some yeah. dark like yeah. kind of like a little darker not necessarily like yeah not like sopranos you mm-hmm. know not that kind of hbo but like something that's like, like a little West crusty long, it's yeah. like mm-hmm. it's got like uh yeah, like a true detective, but with like more heroin. Like you know, <laughs> like it's like true detective, more heroin, uh, more euphoria. Yeah. But yes, a little bit, but not at without the yeah. as much nudity. You know what I mean? You yeah, kind of yeah, feel yeah. what I'm saying? Because uh-huh. I'm sitting there listening to it, and uh, the other day when I made jerky for the first time in almost a year, I was listening to it, and I, uh, my stepdad finally gave me this like special knife back that you can't like I can't use in the dishwasher so I have to dry it mm-hmm. I'm sitting there drying it and that Even It Out song was going and I was like man this feels like a montage like you know like a drone shot camera montage <laughs> like I'm going the dog's like running around the cat's cleaning himself on top mm-hmm. of the table I'm like this is chaos but it's like this song for some reason would fit a scene like this so it was, mm-hmm. it was funny to me I was like goddamn HBO music <laughs> yes <laughs> It like kind of like wants to make you uncomfortable mm-hmm. in some ways, it like because you're like, "What is this? What am I listening mm-hmm. to?" Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. like, you glance back at the cover again, you're like, "Ugh." Yeah. <laughs> you're like, "Damn!" Like, fucking nuts, man. It's hilarious. It's so good. I love it. Well, so I'm much. glad you guys were able to just dive into it and appreciate mm-hmm. it for the message behind it and the music that's on it. You yeah. Know, it's it's different. It's not from the U.S. You know, I love yeah. that. You mm-hmm. know, find those artists outside of the country that actually resonate with us so for sure yeah it made me think i was like once i saw swedish i was like man we got to do like a like a themed episode where it's like not u.s yeah mm-hmm. like not we u.s uh, we could all go there easy easy yeah well and then also y'all can't see on camera i got a i hung up some vinyl on the wall i had masana temples in buena vista social club nice. like two in like two exports <laughs> i was like yeah. i was like yo i was like man we should do that but yeah i love hearing stuff from Especially like Sweden, it's like mm-hmm. who the fuck would I thought? Mm-hmm. They don't know how to make music that <laughs> Swedish producers, man, something about that. I know, I love it. Swedish producers are, yeah, they know what they're doing. They're <laughs> making them out the woodworks over there. <laughs> you give a you give a Swede a beat pad, they'll fucking yeah. <laughs> they'll blow your hair back. Hell <laughs> oh, yeah, shall we? Yeah, so I have in top threes. Go ahead. Uh, starting off with my honorable mention would be Candy mm-hmm. uh, another great video they made a video for that one too hell yeah uh, number three would be North just mm-hmm. kind of a mellow vibe compared to all the other tracks on the album number two Looking for a Ghost based on the lyricism and then my favorite track which I played earlier was New Utensils hell yeah rock on group on. I'll go ahead and follow you up uh, because my honorable mention is New Utensils uh, love that song uh, definitely I, you know I said it earlier that Fear Inoculum Tool Sound. Uh, second one was Carbon Dioxide. Love that yeah. song. Mm-hmm. Uh, number three for me, What They Call Us. It's just, there's a lot of emotion in that song. Yep. It does something for a book for a brother. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, Looking for a Ghost. Just again, there's like different emotion. It's like the same emotion but portrayed differently vocally mm-hmm. from 
what they call us to looking for a ghost. Mm-hmm. It's like the same kind of emotion, yeah. but uh, kind of expressed in different ways mm-hmm. to me, which was another thing I really liked. Uh, and the number one, even it out. Nice. I don't know why. Just that. Even it. It's like just so. It's like anthemic. We it's, know where you live. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's so. There's. Ah, man, it just drew me in. So yeah, even it out. Uh, number one for me. Nice. Nice. That's my honorable mention. I kept coming back to it. And it somehow kept coming on. Like I put on, <laughs> I, like I would just be like, "Oh, I'm waking up today. You know, I have to shower or whatever. Just put on shuffle. First song that comes on. It's like, <laughs> I can't get away from it. Yes. So <laughs> even it out. Uh, oh, yeah. Number three, I'm going Candy. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two is Carbon Dioxide. Really like that you guys song like too. That track. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. That good song track. is good. That's and good. then uh, my favorite track, uh, New Utensils. Also, it's. Nice. Like when I heard that, I was like, "Yes!" It was the first song that I really listened to. Hell yeah! And yeah, it just caught my attention from the rest of the album. Hell yeah! Thanks. Rock on! Thanks for bringing that up, man. Yes, I'm glad sir. that it survived. It was the other than you know my power coming back on. The other thing I was worried about I was like, "Is Matt's vinyl ever gonna fucking yeah. get here?" Mm-hmm. Same room. Like, is that thing gonna shatter yeah. when it meets room temperature because it's been <laughs> in a warehouse at 19 degrees? And maybe yeah. safe and sound plays like a champ. Hell yeah! Yes. Fucking shout out Fever Ray. Shout out Matt for bringing this out, bringing this up, and shout out y'all for tuning in for the first part here of what just been in episode 64. We'll be right back to move on to my pick for this week. See you later. Hell yeah! Well, we are back, ready to spit some more BS upon you about some music. Well, Patui. Uh, and we're moving on in the lineup to my pick, uh, 1987's Give Me Convenience or Give Me Death by the Dead Kennedys. Um, compilation album of B-Sides and singles shit that didn't make their albums uh originally like that were originally not recorded for albums uh that's why it's not a greatest hits album and that's why it's legal procedure for me to bring it up on this album because there's (laughs) stuff that doesn't appear anywhere else okay and we'll get into it i love it it reminds me of selling shoes and skateboard shit basic scumbaggery it makes me want to buy a pair of cut off jean shorts and get leg tattoos and smoke cigarettes but how does it make... What do you guys think? Do you have a Dead Kennedy sticker on your base? I don't. Okay, well, not, you're, you're not a fan. Though. Almost there. Wow. The Deacon. Oh, yeah, the Deacon. That's so good. Fuck yeah. But yeah, that's... Uh, I love the, I love this whole album. Uh, love them. Uh, but yeah, how do you guys... What do you guys think of this piece? It was good. Um, I liked it. I, <clears throat> I hadn't heard of Dead Kennedys. Like, I'd heard of the name, but mm-hmm. none of their actual, like, music mm-hmm. or stuff. Um, but this, I mean, am I right to say this has some of their more, like, popular songs, mm-hmm. just in general? Yeah. Um, and I noticed it's on other albums, too, like Fresh Fruit, for mm-hmm. Running Vegetables, that ha- that has a lot of songs. Yeah. Um, so they... There's... Are they just, like, different versions of... Yeah, those are the album. Like, they re-recorded the songs for the album. This is oh, all okay. of the single versions of everything. And then, like, the B-side. Like, Police Truck was a, was the B-side to uh, 
fuck, Holiday in Cambodia, I want to say, mm-hmm. or California Uberalis, one of the two. Uh, but yeah, so it's just a collection of like the single because when those songs were originally recorded, it was singles. Like they hadn't, they didn't oh. have an album deal yet. Uh, so yeah, like Police Truck, even though yeah, it appears on that, and then another album too, I want to say. But really, also like just classical punk. Like I feel like oh yeah. Like when I think of punk now, I think of a couple bands, and I feel like this is definitely up there also for a yeah. lot of people. Oh yeah. Um, some funny tracks also. Some really really funny tracks. Mm-hmm. Like there's a song on there. It's like I like short songs. Something it's like mm-hmm. thirty seconds long. I like short songs. Yeah. <laughs> I like short songs. I think that's the like, basis singing. I don't even think that's Jello Biafra. I think yeah. that's the basis singing. <laughs> so, and yeah, like it's it's packed a punch. There's like. What eighteen songs, twenty songs? Yeah, on seven, it? seventeen. I think. Yeah, yeah, so, um, but no, really cool. I liked it. Hell yeah, it was good. Yeah, yeah. For me, I feel like I know a lot of different bands, and I've heard of Dead Kennedys in the past, but I've never dove into their catalog at all for mm-hmm. whatever reason. I don't know if it's just yeah stupidity, um, but these guys are punk pioneers. Like this mm-hmm. is where it's at. Like you can hear it from the opening track on this album, and it's just mm-hmm. you know, Police Truck is so good. Um, there's catchiness all throughout this album. We got the live cuts. Um, mm-hmm. Jello Biafra didn't really know he was the front man for these guys yeah. until I dove into the album. Um, and I knew of him from other things, but this is punk where it's at. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's a fun album. Um, I like how they brought up Portland, Oregon with mm-hmm. one of the tracks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How he had like a situation with some people. Um, California Uber Alice I mean that's repeatable you can sing that song over and over in your head um, there's just so many good tracks on here and I'm glad that they released this album and I put it all out there with the B-sides it's yeah. really good really good uh, my introduction to to this album in particular I had heard Dead Kennedys uh, through through playing video games you know that's kind of a common thing I bring up Police Truck was on Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and the mm-hmm. remake that came out a couple years back fucking shout out oh, okay. they kept the soundtrack basically the same that's cool dude police truck while you're fucking just carving up yeah. a ball dude <laughs> yeah <right>. <laughs> <laughs> dude it's fucking make me dust off the tech deck platform dude, <laughs> dude. <laughs> yeah I was I brought the little skateboard dude you got me uh-huh. and like the tech deck that Gavin got me I have them on my desk at work and I was listening nice. to Dead Kennedys <laughs> on my lunch yesterday and I almost I was like I could just I could just bust out a little fucking yeah. <laughs> but yeah Police Truck was on Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and it's remake and then Holiday in Cambodia was on Guitar Hero 3 actually okay oh wow because uh, I was like there was I, I was trying to remember where I had heard it and I had to look it up uh, but my introduction yeah. to them was I had was you know playing video games but then me getting fully into this album was I was working at Zoomies at the time, and we had uh, a flood, like or a leak in the ceiling at the mall, and so okay. the store was like low key flooding on the sales floor before I was supposed to go in. And I get in, and California Uber Alice is playing. It's just that in- it was that intro. It was like a mo- again, like a movie. I was walking into that, duh, 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 duh. Mm-hmm. and I was super into System of a Down at the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jello on on this track sounds a lot like Darren Malakian, the guitarist, when he does his, when he sings. Uh, no wonder Dead Kennedys ended up influencing both of Darren's bands but I was like oh shit this is badass like is this Scars on Broadway which is Darren Malakian's uh, 
side project, I asked my manager. He's like, no, this is the fucking dead Kennedys. I was like, well, fucking. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, sorry. dude. Yeah. I was like, I like System of a Down, but it sounds like the guitarist. I'm fucking. Uh, so he was, yeah, we were all just pissed because the sun was flooding. Whatever. Our lives were over. But uh, no, California Uberalis heard that and then wanted to listen to it. And I searched it on Spotify and then this album came up. So I just listened to this and I was like, what the fuck? I was like, all of these songs are on one album, and then literally mm-hmm. until I bought this album, I didn't realize it was a compilation mm-hmm. of, you know, whatever. I was like, ah, shit. All right. Cool. <laughs> but yeah, uh, and then, you know, my buddy Patrick that got me into AJJ and all of the folk punk stuff, he was a huge Dead, he's a huge Dead Kennedys fan, so we listened to him then, but yeah, just, uh, I'm glad that you guys, yeah. that you guys like it. I was like, we gotta bring up something that's like, Un- we haven't really brought up a band like, that's like in that punk. genre. Yeah, this yeah. Is, like you yeah. just said, this is punk. Like mm-hmm. you know, Fugazi's not punk. Like mm-hmm. a lot of the other bands we talk about are not punk. This is mm-hmm. an example of like what you consider that genre. Like mm-hmm. if you were to pinpoint it, like yeah. that sound, the guitar, the lyricism. That's like a, a vibe of punk, in my opinion. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And just they were, you know, they didn't like corporations. Mm-hmm. They didn't play stuff if it was sponsored by like <clears throat> Coors. You know. Yeah, there's that one song where it's just like a, a rant. I forgot which one that is. It's not The Prey, but it's another one where he's just talking about corporations and stuff like that. Oh, what there's a couple, I yeah. feel like. There's a lot. And, I and like The Prey for And their reason, lyrics, man. too. It's like very... Um, like, some of it is, like, political, I guess. But at the same time, they're, like, expressive about the, what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and they're very direct on that, on mm-hmm. all of their all their stuff, really. And it's, it's all kind of different things. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's just, you know, it's a joke. Other things, it's actually kind of like low-key serious yeah like um reading up more on their stuff i really like dove deep into <laughs> like just the lore and like the background and everything because um, it's so interesting because it's it is kind of, it, sorry just real quick because it's kind of it's again you know we talked about uh crosby stills nash and young and we're like oh stills is a prick you know or whatever like it's again like a classic thing of like mm-hmm. musicians ending up just fucking hating each other after a while yeah but yeah it's perfect but what did yeah. you you were reading up and what did you well just reading up on it like just everything that like they were going through with the albums that they were doing because mm-hmm. um just an intro- introduction to them and then like lyrical standpoint and everything it's just really interesting because mm-hmm. um they do kind of you know have some remarks in certain things but at the same time it's kind of like fun Mm-hmm. And they're not like super dead set and serious on it. Like mm-hmm. you feel like they say that, but like maybe they mean it, but it's not like you know, right. kind of, like extremists about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but the lyrics, like you know, they're funny. Some of them are right. funny. Like some of them, like um, too drunk to fuck. Like that. <laughs> I heard that the first yeah. time. Yeah. I was like, wait, what? Uh-huh. <laughs> but it's just like just like a funny, catchy like song, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and all throughout it, it's just really catchy. And it is very punk, like two minute songs, a minute song, mm-hmm. like it's, you know, fast pace. And yeah, it's good. It's good stuff. Like hardly a guitar solo, like mm-hmm. yeah. you know, stuff like that. I can't well, think and, of one. Yeah. And to touch on like the, the you can't dis- you can't discern their political standpoint on it is like because Jello himself, who you know was the singer, wrote all the songs and everything. Mm-hmm. He has been quoted as being like, "I don't identify as fucking anything." Yeah. He's like, I don't fucking care. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also think he has, is a little bit of a Roger Water. Like, he might be a little cuckoo. But uh, regard, like, he's like, he even said, he's like, I'm not even fucking Republican. He's like, I'll even identify. And I'm not libertarian. Like, you know, he's like mm-hmm. going, I was like, mm-hmm. I, I mean, that's that's cool. Yeah. You know, and it makes, you know, lines in, you know, again, California, Uber Alice, where he's like, 
uh, I am Governor Jerry Brown. It's like, oh, he just doesn't give a fuck. It's just funny because it was going on at the time. Right. So I will mm-hmm. be president. I'm like, oh, I just, I don't know why, like, that line in particular. I'm just mm-hmm. like, oh, it's so smug and funny. Um, and, and, yeah, it's it really is kind of a time capsule of punk in and of itself that this is an album that that is even a thing because it's like yeah back in the like that is, it is so like dead kennedys was they are just so punk rock to their core that it's mm-hmm. like yeah our biggest songs were just released as singles we didn't yeah. get a big album deal and that's why we got huge it's like we put out police truck and fucking holiday in cambodia and those mm-hmm. songs got huge mm-hmm. like it's yeah. <laughs> it's hilarious that's I a think, good point actually yeah. yeah every band we love or have listened to are inspired by Dead Kennedys, mm-hmm. honestly. Yeah. No matter what genre. There's so many people that are inspired by them. Yeah, well, because, and then they kind of, you know, the works on, the songs on this album were recorded from, like, 79 to 86. Mm-hmm. And so that's, like, and also... And it, knowing they've been around that long, I didn't know they've yeah, been around. Me mm-hmm. either. I thought they were, like, they started in, like, 82. Yeah. I was too, like, they yeah. were around in the fucking 78 70s? or Yeah. Yeah, I was like, yeah. what the fuck? Yeah. So, shout out to them. Mm-hmm. I mean, and this... I mean, there's a lot. Uh, fucking pull my strings. We got to tell that. Story I mean, that's yeah, yeah. Pull my strings. Great song. That's a good song. They were invited to play at the Bay Area Music Awards. Bay Area Music was a magazine in the Bay Area from like the '80s to like uh, almost 2000. They were asked to play California Uber Alice. They said that they had just been practicing that song. What they had really been doing was writing and practicing a completely different song <laughs> called Pull My Strings. Uh, and this album, Give Me Convenience or Give Me Death, is the only recording of it, the only album appearance of it, because it's the only time it was ever ever played. Mm-hmm. They never played it again, despite how popular it was. And they started the song, they started the performance out by playing California Uberalis, and then the Jello says, hold on, we gotta prove that we're a new wave band, we're adults now. And then they played this song that rips off My Sharona by The Max, uh, which and it's like my payola which is fucking hilarious and then it just says it just devolves into like this really groovy thing of uh is my cock big enough is my brain mm-hmm. small enough <laughs> uh give me a toot and i'll sell you my soul uh uh we're gonna make you a star you know all just so it's so perfect mm-hmm. it's just the best it's like yes that is that's it that's what punk music. That's what punk rock is. That's counterculture. Yeah. But I was like, it's awesome I, they did that live. It's yeah. like it's like the Doors going on Ed Sullivan and saying mm-hmm. she got high. It's like yeah, you know, it's that kind of impact. It's yeah. huge, you know. It's yeah. awesome. And then to never play the song again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like why? Yeah. Like the fact that somebody recorded it. Thank mm-hmm. Christ, man. Yeah. But shout out to him. Shout out Dead Kennedys, Jello, mm-hmm. Fluoride, all the other weird ass names in that band. Um, Shout out. Let's get into top threes, eh? Let's do it. All right. Honorable mentions for me, A Child in His Lawnmower. Love that song. Uh, decent little bass line at the beginning of that. Uh, other honorable mention, because I would have felt weird if I put it in my top three, but Police Truck, man. I mean, we're going downtown, going to beat up drunks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so good. It's so man. good. And the, just the memories of, you know, Cheeto, Cheeto Finger uh, controllers and mm-hmm. playing Tony Hawk. Uh, number three, their cover of I Fought the Law, my favorite cover of that song. That's pretty ever. good. My favorite version of that song. That's pretty heard. good. Uh, so that's number three. Number two, California Old Uber Alice. And the number one, Pull My Strings, man. That song just, mm. <laughs> just fucking rules. <laughs> it is the most catchy one out of there. 
Uh, for me, honorable mention would be Police Truck and Night of the Living Rednecks because yes. they talk about Portland, uh-huh. Oregon, and its situation. And yeah, you know, it's just hilarious. You're like, wow, that probably really happened. I'm sure it did. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. So well, we can. Shit, thank you for bringing that yes. up. Yes. We we'll, should talk about we'll that. We'll circle back around there. Uh, and then number three would be uh, Pull My Strings. Uh, nice. Number two, California, Uber Alice. And then I like Holiday in Cambodia. I know it's a generic pick, but for me, it was the catchiest track on that album. Dude, that, mm-hmm. the surf kind of riff. It's yeah. Like built around, it's like very yeah. surf rocky. I love it. Dick Dale I, kind of feel, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. What you got, Jake? Uh, yeah, honorable mention. Also, Night of the Living Rednecks. Uh, yep. I just like that story and same thing. Like it's, you could see it happening in Portland. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's local. Yeah, yeah. You totally can. Like it totally happened. Um, number three, I'm going California Uber Alice. Uh, number two, the man with the dogs. I'm the man with the dogs. Yeah, th- yeah. And then my favorite one, um, I fought the law, but that's a. That's like a cover to another song? Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, who did it originally? I thought the law. I think it was The Clash, wasn't it? Something like that? It might be. Yeah, I think hmm. The Clash did it, but yeah, it's a cover and uh, Jello redid the lyrics to it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he says, I fought the law and I won. <laughs> but speaking of Night of Living Rednecks, I want to take a quick moment to touch on that song. Thanks for bringing it up mm-hmm. before I forgot. Uh, that song is another live. There's a there's a handful of like live versions of songs on here, uh, and this being one of them. And it's recorded at a show in Portland, Oregon. I can't remember what venue it was. Yeah, uh, I don't know where they were. And the guitarist's string had snapped, and so while they were replacing it, uh, the bassist and drummer just started playing a little jazz thing, and Jello Biafra started talk telling a story about the last time they played in Portland when he was accosted by people in what he described as a Hot Wheels truck and he got Mm. water sprayed at him and, you know, uh, homophobic slurs were thrown at him and he ended up fending him off in a Mm -hmm. fucking phone booth. And, yeah, as they said, it's just, it makes the Mm -hmm. most sense, Mm -hmm. especially because of the time range that this came out. It's like, yeah, we're still kind of dealing with that shit nowadays, so it probably happened back then. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, again... Fucking killer album. I'm glad that you guys liked it. I had... This is one that I have almost brought up, I think, five or six times. I've been, like, about to bring it up, and then I decided to do something else. So I'm glad I finally pulled the trigger. It's one that I do hold near and dear to my heart. Uh, but, yeah, shout out Dead Kennedys and all of them. Nice. We'll be right back to... And I Fought the Law was the Crickets Buddy Holly track, and then The Clash made it famous years later. Damn! Okay! Mm, there we go. Hell yeah, thank you for that yes. as well. I was curious too. The Crickets and Buddy Holly? Yep. Hell yeah. Mm. Shout out to him. Uh, but yeah, we'll be right back to uh, wrap this bad baby up and talk about Jake's pick for this week. It's what you spin in episode 64. Peace. It's time to wrap this baby up and go in a completely different direction musically, time frame, mm. all any direction you want to say. We're going in, in a different one uh, with my main man Jake's pick for this week. What you got, brother? Yeah. So, uh, 2015 
the internet's ego death. Um, and the internet, it's kind of a group, um, like associated at the time with Odd Future. Mm-hmm. Um, it was kind of like a spinoff of them. It was like a group project. Um, but yeah, this is their third album that came out. Um, probably one that projected them more. And then afterwards, they, they like all kind of went off and did their own single mm-hmm. project for a while. Um, you have Sid, um, Steve, Lacey, Matt Martians, and then uh, there's like two other people, I think, but those are like the main ones that like contributed to it. Um, a lot of production on it from Matt Martians. You got Tyler, the creator, on there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's kind of a lot to get into. Um, but what are you guys' thoughts on it? What do you guys think? That was kind of pulled in right away. I felt like the the mix of genres. It was like hip hop. It was R and B. It was like slowcore. It was all of these different things all at once. Mm-hmm. They had different you know appearances on there by their artists. And for me, it was just a mellow play all the way through like it didn't have anything that was like different the, the feel of the album was all the way solid um, mm-hmm. so it was fun to hear them I'd never listened to them before um, it was a great intro to them uh, Girl with K Trinata mm-hmm. we like that band from you bringing them up mm-hmm. uh, so seeing how we like all these artists that kind of influence other artists and then have them on their albums as well mm-hmm. I love that right. let's keep doing that yeah, I love you know, yeah same I'm, I'm all for it uh, you know this is it is kind of 2015 R&B soul kind of in a nutshell you know you look at this and it's like this is what the scene was at the time Mm -hmm. Uh, you know and they were at the top like this album came out and it was like oh holy shit you know I feel like people until this album came out because 2015 was kind of a weird year Mm -hmm. uh, for any any genre so many different genres were so popular at that time you know and so this coming out it was like oh shit we almost forgot about like R&B and soul or whatever mm-hmm. you know whatever like this we forgot about this kind of shit mm-hmm. <laughs> you know it was like oh damn yeah there is this uh, you know that's still being made and the internet you know I remember hearing about them a little bit from the Odd Future days but I remember what really introduced me to them was they did uh, they backed up Mac Miller on his watching movies with the sound off tour mm-hmm. and he did a he did a video he did a performance of one of his songs on YouTube with them uh, he redid one of his songs off of that album and it's like oh, one of the things that'll make a man that'll make this man cry dude okay. he put that one version Mac Miller and the internet doing mm-hmm. uh, fuck I don't even know the name of the song but I I know how to look it up you know yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. I know how to look it up <laughs> I can't remember the name right now. But it's uh, that was my like full introduction to them, and you know to find out that Sid, the the vocalist, mm-hmm. is related to Taco from Odd Future. Oh, fucking I didn't hilarious. know that. It's his, it's his uh, little sister. That's funny. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> makes sense. It's so good. No, yeah, that's initially how I found out about these guys was through Sid because yeah. she would feature on a lot of Tyler the Creator songs, um, and then also with Mac Miller and. Um, the more that she was coming up, I'd see her name more. So I was like, okay. And then I stumbled upon the internet, which I was like, okay. And I had heard of like a couple years ago, but I never really was into that whole lot because I was like, yeah. eh, the name kind of throws me off. It Seems caught me in a bad corny. time. Yeah. When this came out, it caught me in a bad time too. I was yeah. like, not down for it. But like <laughs> hearing it, like it's, you know, it's pretty good and it's 
you know, they had albums and singles before this that they were able to like hone their craft a lot better. And yeah, you can hear that a lot more in this album mm-hmm. compared to the one prior. Um, it feels more production based. Yeah, like you feel it. It sounds like a lot more um, like with beats. And at some points, there's like B side two songs, like second half to songs that are like beat breaks, and they'll just yeah. be like a beat flip, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, random, and it's like it doesn't introduce. It's just a, exactly that. Mm-hmm. It's just a beat break. It's like there's no other vocals here. It's just we're just gonna show off, <laughs> yeah. which I do love. Yeah, I it's just like Matt Martian's just mm-hmm. you, you know, know just doing his thing. And sometimes I wish they were longer the songs, but uh, yeah, like it's it's really good. And then paired with the features with Kate Trinata yeah. Um, yeah. and Janelle Monet, like mm-hmm. these uh, Tyler Shout Creator underrated yeah really good really good at that I really like her vocals yeah and the way that songs are you know there's I do love a song that is two in one so just saying I tried I love that mm-hmm. song mm-hmm. you fucked up and it's like mm-hmm it just gives me it gives me bad bitch energy I'm yeah, just right. like yeah I'm like dude <laughs> fuck everybody I'm like this song comes on I'm fucking it's like I don't know how it makes me want to hit somebody I'm just like yeah mm. I, get that. I get that and it even got a badge I'm like yeah fuck them dude <laughs> yeah you bitch <laughs> like, it just makes me I don't know it like it just gives me an art a song of that nature like making me be like fuck yeah you, you know, fuck with the wrong motherfucker yeah, yeah exactly I'm like uh uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you tell him that's how I, I just love it it's and then it is you mentioned something uh, that I want to touch on Matt with it kind of having the same theme like not theme rather but like the same feel yeah. kind of throughout it it's funny you know comparing this you know having the same feel throughout it to uh fever ray kind of going Mm -hmm. a little bit it's fun to you know be able to compare these on the same on the same episode because it's they both knock it out of the park Mm -hmm. it's like this is 12 15 tracks of just baller Mm -hmm. you get lost in this like i ended up getting lost in this and until i heard vic mensa's vocal i didn't know i was on a different i was like yeah i thought this was a different album i was just like i was just jay chilling and then i was like oh there's rapping on this yeah. Okay. Cool. And then the rest of it, I was just like, it just yeah. feel. It's so. Mm-hmm. It just feels like dropping into like corn syrup. Like it's just like. I felt yeah. that way with mm-hmm. the, the opening track, Getaway. Like mm-hmm. it just, it just sets that tone. Yeah. Right away, and you're it's just, just like, smooth. Ugh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's like, uh, it's like taking just the right dosage of edibles. There we go. That's what this yeah. album feels yeah. like. Because you, you always if you have overdo a low tolerance, it, yes, or yes. underdo yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. You do just the right amount. That's what this yeah. album makes and me like, feel like. And like you feel good, and it like it's not overpowering. It's not yeah. too crazy. Yeah, it does have that R and B feel all throughout it. It like does. You guys said. Yeah. Um, and I like it though. I like that. Yeah, I don't, I don't want that hip hop feel. Like with the Vic Messna throwing, I like that track. But like at the same time, it takes away from the overall mm, output yeah. of what that yeah. album is trying to portray. Yeah, it's the opinion. one. Yeah, it is the one thing that pulls you out of it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, yeah. I love everything he does with Chance the Rapper, but this yeah, one his bars thing. are okay, but it doesn't fit the album. I feel like yeah, it, it really does. It doesn't right? Yeah. And you okay. said it perfectly. You're like, this is a very uh, Anderson Pack beat, and it yeah. totally is. Mm-hmm. I'd much 100 percent rather listen to him over that. Yeah. Um, but besides his that, albums, like just give him that beat. Yeah. Yeah. That is his beat. I feel like. Yeah. <laughs> but a- apart from that, like it's um, perfect. 
Yeah, it's really good. I the, we get a little Tyler, you know, feature at the end of the yeah, the album nice. also, which is cool. Yeah. Um, and even prior to the albums before this, the projects they had also, you know, Haji Beats, Left yeah. Brain. They'd always be mm-hmm. making appearances. Yeah, and this was uh, Steve Lacey's like first full project with them, wasn't it? Well, yeah, it was one where he was like actually also um, like putting vocals, like backing vocals to uh, it. That's yeah, that's yeah. right. And then yeah. Um, yeah, after this, they would go on to do their own individual projects. Um, like Matt, he dropped uh, one. I forget so, the name of Martians. it. I forget what the name of it, but it's good. He actually just dropped a new album. I was looking at it today on the way here. I was like, what the fuck? Um, And then obviously, you know, Steve Lacey, he went on to do his EPs, and then Apollo came out in, like, 2020. Yeah, great album. Um, So, yeah, a lot of... um, It's cool to kind of see them where they were and where they are now, how they've changed. Yeah. Um, they look so young in the picture. Oh my they god! Look so they young. do. So it yeah. looks tiny. Mm-hmm. Um, I was trying to find it because I've been putting in the episode like pictures of the of the artist like live. Mm-hmm. Couldn't find any that looked like the album cover. I was like, I'll do. I'll even do like the year the album came out. Like yeah, the internet ego death era live. Like I'll yeah. my search will be a whole compound sentence with. You know, past <laughs> participles and all sorts of shit, and I couldn't find one for where it looked the same because yeah, this was like, I feel like it's uh, again just a time capsule for them mm-hmm. and like music as a whole at the time. You know, uh, even you want to talk about Tyler the Creator, like his one little feature on this kind of uh, alludes to what he would end up doing uh, mm-hmm. on Flower Boy. You know, it has a very uh, scumfuck Flower Boy kind of mm-hmm. uh, feel to his verse on this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I liked it because of that, you know, because it really made me think of the year 2015 because that was when I was super, that was the last time I was listening to music, you know, mm-hmm. starting, like, so I was like, fuck, like I listen, I was listening to fucking every genre. I feel like that year I listened to so much that came out, like every genre, basically, I listened to at least a song. Mm-hmm. And so the fact that I was like, yeah, this I missed somehow. I was like, oh, fuck, what the fuck? And yeah. here to now, I'm like, yeah, this somehow snuck under the radar because R&B was the one genre that didn't explode mm-hmm. somehow. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's a good point. But this, if it did, it was one. Bryson Tiller. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. This also like really just slid under the radar for a lot of people, I feel mm-hmm. like. And hasn't until recently gotten popular just right. from like, you know, Sid's perspective and then Steve Lacey. Yeah. like more people are trying to, um, like, you know, listening to it and discovering it. Um, and also Hive Mind, also their, like, most recent one that came out, like, in 2017 or 18. Yeah. Um, also really good, really, really good album. Okay. Yeah. Did you find this one locally, or did you have to get it on Discogs? Uh, this one I got on Discogs a while ago. Um, but, yeah, it's... I'm glad you guys liked it. I know yeah. R&B, it's another one of those in that same field mm-hmm. um, and kind of we get some more familiar names so yeah uh, it's cool to see where they all kind of at some point meet up yeah throughout the timeline right one way or another like you know so that's yeah cool too. and you bringing this up uh, like I, it took me until like my third listen through to be like why do I recognize like the internet like I started finally focusing on the name and I'm like why do I recognize this shit Ah. And then I looked it up and I was like, oh, fuck, they did that song with Mac Miller that makes your boy cry. And then they did this and that. I was like, ah, oh, yeah. damn it. <laughs> I was like, all right, cool. 
it was very it was very cool to like listen to their music, you know, mm-hmm. rather than stuff they did with other people. Yeah. No, but um, should we get into top threes? Let's go ahead. Uh, top three. I'm gonna go honorable mention first. Hell yeah. Um, it's Palace or Curse. Yep. Um, love that song. I really like Tyler's little joss that he'll throw in there. It's like funny. Uh, and then he's like, I have some exclusive, and he's like whispering and stuff. Yeah. Um, also, um, girl, love that Katrinata's mm-hmm. on here, and yep. Sid would go on to do uh, more songs with Katrinata, so those are also good. Uh, number three, I'm gonna go uh, Special Affair. Oh yeah. Number two, Under Control, and then lately I've been really listening to uh, Partners in Crime Part Three. Hell yeah, Because um, they have part two and part one throughout their older albums, so you know another addition to it, but yeah. also a good one. Rock on, crouton. Hell yeah. Well, uh, honorable mentions for me, I've got Penthouse Cloud. That beat switch to just a beat break mm-hmm. at the end of that mm-hmm. fire. Uh, second honorable mention is Gabby. Love a good Janelle Monae cover. Uh, she's great. Number three, uh, for the world. Love that the keys on that are just mint condition number two go with it love that number one just saying already said all that Mm -hmm. that song just bad bitch energy (laughs) uh for me honorable mention would be girl uh i like that catronata combination uh number three oh man it was hard for me. This morning I was doing my top threes. It was tough. <laughs> it was tough. Uh, go with it. Be number three. Hell yeah. Number two, Getaway. And I like Partners in Crime part three too, man. Hell I kept yeah. coming back to that all week. Fuck yes. Nice. Hell yeah, brother. Well, that wraps up today's content for episode 64 of What You Spinning. That was 2015's Ego Death by the group The Internet which was Jake's pick for this week. Fantastic work on this album all throughout. Uh, I'm definitely going to listen to Hive Mind, which came out a couple of years later. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's for another time, potentially. I'll let y'all know if I listen to it. Uh, I'll let y'all know if I listen to you it better. as well. But for now, we got to really you know, finalize this, put the shipping label on this bad bitch to send it to the moon, and talk about what's coming up next time on What You Spinning. We'll be right back. Peace. It's about that time, which I think is still everybody's favorite part of the episode, at least in my opinion, where we tell everybody what their homework is, what they got to listen to for the next two weeks. It's time for next episode's content. What you got, Matt? Um, I know I brought this artist up when we were talking about my pick, I think, uh, from 2023. We have to bring it up because it's probably their last album, Memento Mori by Depeche Mode. Oh. Boom. There it is. Figure we need to talk about that. so there we go. Fuck yeah. Nice. That's awesome that you brought that up when I've got Violator on the wall. <laughs> That's fucking yeah, awesome. Another inspiration. Another That's inspiration, cool. yeah. That's awesome. Hell yeah. Well, and I'm next. Uh, this one is, you know, shout out listening to podcasts because sometimes, even if they're not about music, you'll get introduced to music. Uh, I've got 
an album. Uh, I got into this band and this album back in the hip hop bracket. Uh, it's 2017's Thousand Mile Stare by Incendiary. Some hardcore music by or from New York. Some hardcore metal, I guess you could say. A little punk, little metal aspect. It's hell yeah. This is hardcore music. Nice. So yeah. I'm excited for that. Yeah, incendiary, thousand mile stare. You'll hit a PR. You'll break a probably. Keyboard. Yeah. Either that, or I just won't be on the. I'll be in a wheelchair the next episode. Matt might actually listen to this album. I've and had this in my shuffle, not this album, but the band name. So. I was going to say he's going to hit a PR, and you'll dunk on Crosby. You'll, <laughs> you'll be like, "Hey, let's go, let's go play one on one. Let's yeah. go listen to this album, and you'll come out." Let's go play one on one. Here's going yeah. to Ken Bam. Yeah. It's I love it. It, it uh, it's definitely one of my favorite albums I've I've heard in the past like six months. Yes. Not in my house. Not right. in my house. <laughs> um, my pick. I'm gonna go 2002's uh, Nerd oh, in search yeah. of. In search of. In search of. Yeah, the debut. Um, I've had my eye on this for a while and it just came in like a week ago or two. Hell yeah. I haven't spun it, so I'm excited. Very nerd. Excited. Cool. I'm a Hell nerd. yeah. Nerd. We love that. We love that. And that's kind of like internet adjacent too. I feel like that's a good kind of segment. It is kind of, yeah, in a way. You know, mm-hmm. they kind of remind me. I feel like they kind of, I'll probably yeah, there's quote some... me on this. I will probably be wrong about this, but for some reason I hear internet and I hear nerd. They, they got some R&B R&B hits yeah. there. So. Hell yeah. Well, N.E.R.D., Depeche Mode, and Incendiary. That's going to be an episode to watch. Just like this one has been. I'm Dorian. That's Jake. That's Matt. Thank you guys for coming over. Thank you all for tuning in. Go ahead and stay warm. Stay hydrated. Stay dry, I guess. Be safe. Be a friend. Tell a friend about us. Go ahead. You know, Subscribe to us on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Uh, and follow us on Instagram and we love you. Thanks. Peace. Peace.